Dan Sherhart on Fire podcast episode number 11. What would you teach a brand new student who comes to you today? He says he wants to learn urban kids. What do you teach him first? First of all, I tell to him that I don't dance urban kids. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast, the podcast dedicated to inspiring dancers worldwide whose hearts have been touched by music and dance. The universal language of dance and music is spoken by many of us throughout the world. We want to motivate the dancer in you by sharing stories, insights, and ideas to enhance your journey. Join us now with your host, Charles Ogar. Hello, hello, everyone. It is Charles with the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast. And on this episode, we have the return of Laurent uh, from Laurent and Adeline. And before we even get into today's topic, on the last episode, the last podcast that I had you on where you just kind of introduced yourself, you said that you would tell people what the issue means. So... I'm pretty sure some people will want to hear that. So I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself. And I'm pretty sure for the people who've been following us, you can let them know what the last name means. Hello, hello, everyone. So this is my my back. I'm back. So uh, <laughs> this is a long story. I will tell kind of the truth, uh, which is maybe not like like good, but I will tell the truth. Okay. Before, like, one year ago, even less than one year ago, I had my true name. Like, my name is Fidola, and I was on Facebook with my true name, and I was in every single event through the world with my true name. But <laughs> that means that people, like, know my true name, type my true name on Google, and find everything about me. Like every single thing, like if I'm booked this weekend, I don't know, in Asia, mm. uh, someone who want to know where I am just have to type my, my, my first and my last name on Google and he will know it. Mm. And that is a bad thing because some people, okay, wants to know where you are. Okay. But if like an example, the police from your country or someone with bad attention in another country wants to know where you are. He can. So actually that's why that, that was not my case. Like I don't have any problem with police. I don't have any problem with anyone. I hope I don't have any problem. With but if one day I don't know, uh, like I start to be really, really, really famous. I don't know why. And uh, people can find me that easy. I would not like people find me that easy. So that's why I keep my first name, but I would like to have a nickname at the end. Like this, if you type my true name, you don't find me that easy. Mm. And Yishu, actually what it means, uh, I really love from from always, uh, I really love the uh, Asia mentality, Asia culture, Asia mindset, like with the manga, mm -hmm. like from Japan, everything. So I wanted a, a nickname from that. And I really love everything which is artistic. I really love it. Like everything artistic. I'm not only a, a Kizomba lover or dance lover. I love also uh, the singer. I love uh, the comedy. I love everything which touch to art. Mm -hmm. So I mix everything and Actually, Yishu mean, means art in the Japanese language. Uh, okay. So it's not like that story, like big, oh, Yishu, it's kind of normal. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. That's a good, that's a good meeting. And it just kind of shows how we can get inspired by a lot of different things that's not necessarily 
our own culture, you know, but you can still feel the beauty. You can feel the happiness. You can feel the sadness. You can feel the joy from another culture, you know, because it's their human, human connections. Definitely. And if one day, no, not if one day I will live there. Oh, you want to live in Asia? Definitely. I will. Ah, Very nice. Very nice, very nice. That's a good aspiration to have. I haven't been to Asia. I think you're going to be in Asia at some time next year, yeah? I think you and Greg are going to be in, what was the name? I will. It's uh, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Yes, in Malaysia. And this year in July, we're going to be there already for the second time. Nice, nice, nice. Kizomba spreading all over the world. <laughs> and China already started with Kizomba. Japan already started with Kizomba. It started to be huge. That's awesome. All right. So for today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how important are the basics in Kizomba. How important are the basics in Kizomba is what we titled this podcast. Just because we've been seeing a lot of posts about the basics, how the basics are important for Kizomba. And we've seen some messages that say that Urban Kids is not Kizomba and it's a different dance and all these kind of things. And a lot of people sometimes wonder, and I've seen this as well, it's like, what are the basic steps of Urban Kizomba? So I figured it'd be good to have you on the podcast as well to kind of talk about the importance of the basic steps, the importance of the foundation and the principles and things like that and how they relate to traditional or authentic Kizomba as well, you know, because there are definitely some similarities and and hopefully with this podcast, we'll be able to share some of those similarities and how that can be used to make your dancing better. Yeah, that is a very good question. Actually, the, the, the question that I have is what is the basics of Kizomba. I'm not talking about urban keys. I'm not talking about the, what is the basics of the authentic Kizomba. Mm-hmm. Is it steps or is it the attitude, like the jinga? What is the basics? Because like close the basics of a dance with steps, I think it's not respectful for the own dance because actually Kizomba is a huge dance, but not only about steps, it's about feeling, about the principle of leading, following. It's like really like there there are a lot of things to learn and to feel and this is a very good dance you will not define the dance by the basic steps in my opinion i agree um because i've seen and heard comments and they'll see a they'll be watching a kizomba video and they'll say yeah they dance in kizomba but they didn't do any of the steps and it could be like the virgulao and different things that like the traditional steps but I even feel like behind the actual steps of what you're doing is the principles behind those basic movements. And that's what we're going to kind of open up with first. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, like when you when you start salsa, when you start bachata, I didn't, I, I'm not a bachata or salsa dancer. But uh, when you start it, you have the basic steps. And what I see from my position, okay, I see that even at high level of of salsa or high level of bachata you still recognize the basics in it like in bachata me when i was watching bachata i was i was seeing one two three four one two three four one two three four match with the music mm-hmm. even though you go to a high level of bachata you still recognize the one two three four the same for salsa the boom 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 clap, boom 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 clap. at high level you still like in a very technical way but you still recognize the basics and i think people which um people who who say we don't see any basics in your dance are people willing to recognize the same way salsa and bachata you recognize the basic at a high level in like the evolution of kizomba i don't know if evolution is a good word but like in the difference between kizomba and urban keys and mm-hmm. that's why some people will say urban keys is not kizomba because you don't see any basic steps but i think and i think all kizomba dancers can 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 say it Salsa Bachata and Kizomba are way too different world. In Kizomba, it's different. In Kizomba, you have more freedom. 
like you are you have like you don't have like you are not like okay uh one two three four at four you have to be there one two three four one two or one two three four you wait and one you mm-hmm. start again you don't have all of that rules in kizomba actually you learn steps but then when you have like i'm talking about kizomba authentic mm-hmm. when you have the steps you you go however you want if mm-hmm. you if you want to walk and to to go through your walking and to play with your partner na 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 and sometimes do a little marker and go back and you can you don't have any limit you know you can not do a marker for for the half of the of the song mm-hmm. and then at the half of the song you do the marker it's not like you have to do that at that moment or that moment and that's why in my opinion in my opinion uh, in kizomba the basics of kizomba are not the steps like let's let's talk like properly in kizomba you have the basic two you know mm-hmm. the basic two in one two nine, nine. you have the, the side what basic I, yeah side to side like um you have the um, like when you do one two marker one two marker basic it's three. What I yeah basic three but everyone has a different name uh, <laughs> you you like i'm talking about the the basics that i have learned mm-hmm. then some other basic in in uh in in uh, kizomba authentic you have the virgula you have uh corridinia everything it's what i have heard like this is the basics but This is the basics, true. But actually, this is steps to make you learn how dance, how to dance kizomba. But then, when you know how to dance kizomba, you can go in another different direction, mm-hmm. like 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 um, the side to side mm-hmm. basic two. You can use the principle of the basic two in a different way than the basic two. Like you can use, you can dance in a different way, but still keeping the principle of kizomba, which is, in my opinion, like the principle of leading, following, connection. Yes, definitely. So yeah. I started off with salsa and bachata, so I can provide some insight into that of the differences of how kizomba relates. And interesting. My one of the T-shirts that I made when I first started dancing kizomba. Is the saying Kizomba is not on one or on two, it's on you. And I'll put uh, a picture of the t-shirt in, in the show notes so you guys can see it. But one of my main reasons for that is because you're not limited to the eight count. If you're dancing salsa on one or on two, Cuban salsa is a little different because they, they go more on the feeling and the circle and it's not in the line. But I learned more linear salsa. So on one or on two, it's expected for you to understand that, okay, my foot is going to be there on the one or on the two. And you have a, and a one, two, three, five, six, seven, and a one, two, three, five, six, seven. And that, that kind of gets beaten into you. But when you do learn those steps and, and it's really just feeling the music, you know, um, you get to apply your attitude in salsa, which will be like Jinga in, in Kizomba. And now it's okay to skip some of the basic steps. You don't have to put your foot down on every single count. You can skip, you can add, you can, you can shine, you can do other things because you have the, the basics of the salsa steps there and you're able to learn the technique of the leading and the following behind the dance and from there you can start to create you have your cross body lead you have hammer locks you have double turn single turn triple turn you don't have to execute them in a particular order or anything like that but you get to lead what you want when you want so i think it's the same thing for kizomba after you learn those the virgula and the other basic steps basic two basic three walking the the cross step and things like that once you understand that then it's up to your interpretation at that particular point, but you're still using the same principles to communicate that to your follow. Because if you don't have those principles, your follow will not understand anything that you're going to be doing on the dance floor. So I think I have to work on my English because it was exactly what I what I meant, but mm-hmm. I was like working to explain that. <laughs> no, no, it's not a problem at all. But I mean, I'm, I'm just reiterating what you're saying, not to say that what you said was wrong. Yeah, or anything but definitely like you you did good because you <laughs> just you just repeat what I was saying, but in a good way. Like mm-hmm. it's good. Uh, yes, this is this is definitely the case. So let's talk like without like limit. Like I will tell you really what is my feeling. Some people are saying that urban keys, let's call that like this, urban kizomba, whatever, is not kizomba. But I think it has nothing to say with the steps. I think that I can dance kizomba 
authentique kizomba without any basic like any basic two basic three uh koedi na 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 but still looking like kizomba mm-hmm. definitely because kizomba depend doesn't depend of the steps i can and some people will say mm, it's still not kizomba because i don't see a basic two but that people is so close like they are so close how can you be close like this i can dance kizomba without do a basic two It's good to do the basic two, actually. When I dance Kizomba Authentic, I, I do the basic two. This is good. This is the base of Kizomba mm-hmm. Authentic. And I, I think you will see no one dancing traditional or authentic, whatever you call it, without doing a basic two. Mm-hmm. That is the case. Definitely. But, but if, I, if I have to, like if you give me the challenge to dance Kizomba without basic two, I can. Yes, definitely. Without problem, I can. So I think the, the, the basic of Kizomba When you learn Kizomba, you learn the steps. That is really important, the basic steps. But the basic steps are supposing to make you understand the, the principles of Kizomba. Like, make you understand the connection, the body leading, body intuition, the balances, like the, your, the feeling with the music, like dancing social, make your partner feel your body, your balances, everything. That is, the, for me, the base of Kizomba. But the most important base for me, is the attitude mm-hmm. when you dance Kizomba. Because someone can dance Kizomba just the steps without attitude, someone will tell him you don't dance Kizomba. <laughs> because, because he needs the attitude like, me, I call that the, the African attitude, the Jinga. Mm-hmm. But this is just a feeling of the music. All of the music, the Kizomba authentic, are really, uh, uh, you, you hear the Zubas, but are really like, Uh, when you hear it, you just you just want to move your body, you know. You just want to move your body. You just want to move your ass, your hips. Mm-hmm. That is like the feeling of the music is definitely that, you know. And when I dance authentic and I enjoy on the dance floor, I directly take the jinga of the African, no, no, no matter how you you call it, because it's what the music make me feel, you know. And you dance, you feel, so you move like this, you move your head, you dance with your partner, share your partner with a smile, and that is Kizomba in an authentic way, definitely. Definitely. So if I do it, if I do the steps, basic two, basic three, Korean, and everything, but without the jinga, without the smile, without sharing, without have any feeling of the music, do I dance Kizomba? It won't feel like it. It'll feel just like you're executing steps. And that's with any dance. Like once you have a good grasp on the basics, you're able to add your confidence into that and like your style. And that's what makes every dancing with every person different because everybody's going to have their different energy, their different feeling, uh, their different dance background. And you'll be able to feel that in the way that they dance. So, yes, everybody learns the same basics, but then everybody grows from the basics to create their own style and flow in in kizomba and now that's why everybody doesn't do the same steps and that's why it makes it fun to dance with a lot of different people that aren't just doing the same six seven ten even 20 steps if you want to go to 20 steps but they're not doing those same 20 steps they're they're each kind of adapting it in their own way in their own style based on the music that's playing at that particular time yes but let's say something important as well Mm -hmm. It's not because Kizomba is not like the basics of Kizomba are not steps, that steps are not important because that kind of little steps will make you understand something really important in Kizomba. And this is the only point that I really, that I maybe don't feel like, I, I like it to say, not, it's not a problem. Everyone can do whatever they want, but something that I could complain about urban keys, it's the connection and the body leading. This is the only thing that I can complain because when I when I have learned because I started with what I call sensual kizomba. Mm-hmm. When I when I took my first class of kizomba it was uh, kizomba when I learned waves and things like this sensual kizomba. Then I was um I was caring about the culture I was caring about and I I found in love with semba and I wanted to learn semba so I went to take class semba I trained about semba And then I started to dance. I was in 2013, I was more Semba than Kizomba. Mm-hmm. More Semba dancer because I enjoyed more Semba on the dance floor than Kizomba. Then uh, from that, I have learned actually the basics of Kizomba. The attitude, 
the the steps, the everything. In it. it was not easy. I'm telling you, it was not easy to go from Central Kizomba to to Semba because mm-hmm. actually I didn't have the same basics. Like I didn't have um, the little thing that you have to have to understand the basics of Semba. Like it's not only and I like forced on it, but it's really important. It's not only steps. Semba. I think when I learned Semba. I discover that it's not only steps. If you look at the steps of Semba, you can look at it for a year without understanding what's happening. Mm-hmm. This is not Semba. This is what's happening inside. It's really a feeling inside. And there are a lot of body leading, body intuition. Like, that's really, really, really important. And it's what I have learned in, in Semba, mainly about the body Intention, the body leading. Because actually, when you when you dance kizomba, when I dance kizomba authentic or whatever, I more I lead my partner more with my body move and my body leading, my body direction, than with my hands. And what I see now on the dance floor is that eighty uh, percent of guy uh, uh, dancing urban kizomba are leading with their hands. Mm-hmm. Even too, it's just a simple saida. Like they don't do any block, they don't do any anything like technique. They lead with their hands, and I just want to tell them: you don't need your hands. You can just be connected with your partner and go and and bring your partner with your body intention. You don't need to force on her with with your hands. And this is the only thing which maybe uh, I can complain about, like the difference between urban keys and keys on authentic. It's yes. the only thing. Definitely. I definitely agree with you 100% there because this is the fundamentals that I would teach. Like if I had a student from square one, they need to learn how to use from the chest or lead from the chest. And with that, they're able to do basic one, basic two, uh, the shuffle steps, the saidas, men and the women's saidas. I always teach them, hey, don't lead with your arms, lead with your chest because you'll be able to create so much more of a flow and connection with your partner. If you're doing a basic saida, a basic woman's saida, a basic men's saida with no block, like you were saying before, you don't need your arms, you know, but that's the thing that what we want to say here on the podcast is like even if you prefer a more neo or urban style kizomba you still need to learn the basics of body leading and body intention which is the same thing that you would learn in kizomba authentic you know but a lot of the people who are learning urban and neo and and i see it as well it's like oh well you like urban but it's still sometimes i i follow the guys and i'm like you're pushing me around with your arms i'm trying to follow your body and they're not connecting with their body and not to say that you don't use your arms in urban kids, but you have to have that base of leading from your body first. So that'll be my message to the guys who do prefer urban kids. Learn the basics of leading and following, which is, comes from your body and from the arms. And that is a big, big, big difference of leading from salsa and bachata, because from salsa and bachata, you learn from day one how to lead with your arms. But for Kizomba, I think it's important to learn to lead from the body. And sometimes it's even a challenge to disconnect your arms and just have the lady put both of her arms around your neck and lead your partner like this for maybe five or six songs and challenge yourself to not even use your arms to lead your partner so you can connect to her with your body. This is, I think, the answer of the question of the podcast. Mm-hmm. How important are the basics in Kizomba? What you, what you say, like the challenge to lead with your body when you dance the real kizomba, this is not a challenge. Actually, this is dancing kizomba, mm-hmm. you know? In, when you dance kizomba, maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, but I think like this. Uh, when you dance kizomba, you use your arms to lead only when it's really necessary. Otherwise, it's only dancing body against body on the beat and uh, and bouncing and then, and then only when it's necessary, you use your arms to lead your partner only when it's necessary. And this is not a challenge to lead with your body. If for a urban case dancer, is, it is a challenge, then definitely there is a big step between Kizomba and urban case. There is a big step. But like I was saying, it doesn't, it, it, it's not because you dance urban keys that you don't know how to dance Kizomba. Look, uh, I don't take my example. I put me out of it. But let's take an example. Curtis. Mm-hmm. Curtis is a urban keys dancer. 
he leads with his body intuition because actually he knows properly how to dance kizomba, how to dance samba. And you can see it. You can definitely see the way that Curtis dance. He's dancing like you know that it's precise, that he knows what how uh, what he does. And it's really different than the urban keys, what I call pure, like pure, like, like, tac, 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 block, tac, 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 tac. Mm-hmm. Curtis dance in a different way. It's more precise. I think in Curtis, you see more background of Kizomba dancer than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's why Curtis, me personally, I really love the way he dance because of this, because you still see connection, because you still see body leading, because you still see like some Kizomba steps actually. But he can open up himself with some urban keys move and some block, but doing it with a very precise way. This is really a good thing. Let's take another example, Enuel. Mm-hmm. Enuel started, he, he started to, to win Africa Dancer. And if you can see on YouTube, Enuel and Akima Africa Dental 2013, uh, the second place, I think that show is very, very, very good. Why? Because it makes in, a, in the perfection, a Kizomba-like evolution with a Kizomba authentic, mm-hmm. De- definitely. And when you see that show, you see definitely that Enuel, he knows exactly how to dance Kizomba Samba. And when you see his style, when he dance, like uh, when he dance Urban Kiz or Kizomba 2.0 or whatever you, whatever you want to call that, mm-hmm. you see clearly in Enuel, even too when he dance the new way, like the new way on the new music, you can see clearly his basics. And it's not about steps. You see clearly his basics about connection, body intention, and like some, print, some, some other principles of Kizomba. So... Uh, what I mean, it's not that one is bad, the one is, is, is good. No. What I mean is that I think that it's better to have the Kizomba basics before trying to, to, to make any evolution than trying to make any evolution and just don't care about the Kizomba basics. No, and I, and I agree with you as well. I, I feel like a good, if an instructor is teaching you more of an urban style or more of a neo style, and they're teaching you the intention of the leading from the chest and leading with your body. He's teaching you the fundamentals of what you're going to make you able to dance with a traditional dancer and with the urban dancer, because there's definitely cross compatibility between both of them. And this is a big reason why we say that urban Kizomba is not a completely different dance because we're using those fundamentals from traditional Kizomba to make our dance better. The problem that we see is that a lot of urban kids dancers want to do the fancy moves. They want to do the connection and stuff like that, but they can't walk. They don't have the weight transfer. They're leading with the arm. And these are the basic things that they are missing to be able to dance urban even better. I think if a urban kids dancer go to get the Kizomba basics, he will dance urban kids better. Definitely. So I have a question for you here, Laurent, and I, and we talked about this question before the podcast, but I think it would be really interesting for everybody to hear. What would you teach a brand new student who comes to you today? He says he wants to learn urban kids. What do you teach him first? First of all, I tell to him that I don't dance urban kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's Seriously. a good answer. But yeah. Seriously. Um, that question... <laughs> That question is interesting because today, Yoban Keys is a big word. Mm-hmm. I will ask him, when you ask me, you want to, to learn Yoban Keys, do you want to learn my style or do you want to learn the, the style of Yoban Keys, which actually define more a style like Ena, Moon, Curtis, the three of them, which like called Yoban Keys? Because it's really important to understand. When a student comes to you, sometimes they have an idea of what is your style. For example, some students come to me and ask me, oh, your way to dance urban keys is very good. But I never said officially that I'm dancing urban keys, mm. you know. But his vision of another way to dance kizomba than the authentic way is called urban keys. Yeah, urban keys is definitely becoming uh, an umbrella term, you know. 
And exactly. it's interesting because even before Urban become Urban Kizomba came out, when I first started teaching, I made the decision that I was going to be teaching more of a newer style. And the person that I looked up to at that time was Albir. And Albir yeah. was my first private lesson and he taught Kizomba. He didn't say yeah. it was Urban Kids because this was before Urban Kids. But yeah. when I started teaching Kizomba, people would ask me, well, you're not teaching traditional Kizomba or authentic Kizomba. What's your Kizomba called? And I'm like, um, well, there's different styles out there. And that's when, when I came up with Neo Kizomba and I wrote this blog called the Neo Kizomba Manifesto and I'll include a, and a link to it on the podcast. But the purpose of Neo Kizomba was to represent an umbrella term to include the non-traditional or non-authentic way to dance Kizomba and also the non-authentic and non-traditional Kizomba music. So the dance style and the music that goes hand in hand, you know, because people will take a class like from a traditional instructor, but I will teach the, them different ways to play around on the Saidas to be more adaptive to the music and things like that. And they asked me and I didn't have an answer. So that's why I created it. But then a couple of months later, because people were, I guess that became bigger and bigger and bigger of an issue. They came up with the name Urban Kids. So now Urban Kids is kind of like the name that they're using before. But it's like I, I knew this was coming. Because I was already teaching a more modern style. But when Albir was doing it, nobody really had a name for it. Yeah, but I will tell you something. Because you you are far away from Europe in mm. US. Let me tell you something. Here in Europe, before, it was Kizomba French style. Mm -hmm. Then Kizomba Fusion. Because Albir called it Kizomba Fusion. Mm -hmm. Then Kizomba 2.0. Then Urban Keys. And now you have uh, a time which called his Kizomba Kizomba as one. Actually, you have like, this is just a name. It doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? Everyone can call it the way they want. You know what I mean? Everyone can call it the way they want. When when someone like come to me and say, you, you dance Urban Keys, I don't take it wrong, you know, because his way to see the new way or a different way than Dancing with Authentic is called Urban Keys. For, so for him, it's his vision. But like, there are several names. There is no one name. Uh, like, it's like this and not another way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It depends. There are a lot of different ways. And actually, I think it's, it's, it's a shame because when you go to festival and you see the the planning of the of the workshops you see kizomba 2.0 kizomba urban keys kizomba fusion kizomba na na actually names doesn't mean anything anymore you know like you you put a name okay but uh, i'd more come to your class because it's Laurent Adeline than what is written be behind you know what i mean mm -hmm. like really like name now I, I'm telling you, when people are going to festivals and they see Urban Keys on the planning, they don't think about okay the umbrella Urban Keys. They think about the style of Urban Keys. You know, mm. they think they, they see the style of Urban Keys. They want to to learn that style, so they go to Urban Keys. You know, so that's why to come back to your question, yes, that student, I would ask him what he wants. If he wants the Urban Keys, the style which is in the mind of everyone when you type your bank keys on, on YouTube or whatever, then I would ask him steps of your bank keys. Like this, he will understand by the steps of your bank keys how to dance your bank keys. If that guy say, no, I just, I, I want more something like your style, Laurent, like my style, I will first teach him body leading, body intention, connection, balances, fluidity in his dance. And all of that is actually the basics of my style. You cannot dance like me the way I dance if you don't lead with your body. This is not this is not possible. I lead 80% of the time with my body and my body intention. And sometimes I use my hands only when it's necessary. So it's what I would teach to him. I don't want to say that this is uh, the basics of Kizomba because I'm not the god of Kizomba. I don't want to be anyone in Kizomba. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be the one who say this is and this is not. But I think... If I if that guy would ask me, okay, then I know that, uh, and now I want to dance Kizomba authentic, I would teach him the same, plus the jinga, plus mm. the, the the attitude of the the Kizomba authentic song. This is what I would teach to him if if that guy would like to dance on Semba song or authentic song. This is what I would teach to him. But I would teach actually 
kind of the same basics if he wants to to to, to learn my my style and if he wants to learn uh, Kizomba authentic. But it will be different about the attitude because actually the musics are different and it inspires a different feeling. Definitely, my I always say that there is no fight. There is just different music. That's one of the things I remember talking about with with my friend Emily. It's like we we are criticizing two different dancers dancing to two different styles of kizomba. You know, it's like you're not going to have the same flow dancing to Eduardo Payne versus dancing to LG. You know, like it's going to have a different feeling, you know, and different steps and different musicality and different interpretation, you know. So I remember in one of my in one of my uh, talks with my friends, I say I would love to get like five instructors like maybe Tony Pirata, you, Albier, maybe Pechu and Tecas and put them all in a room and I will play a semba. And we'll watch them all dance Simba. And then I'll put on Nelson Fritas. And let's see how they all dance it. Then I'll put on some Mika Mendez. And then I'll put on Tarashinha and see how they dance to that. And then I'll throw in like R&B, TLC, and see what they would do to the music and see how they interpret it. Just as like a, a, like a Kizomba experiment, you know. Um, and you'll see, I, I feel you will see like a lot of different similarities, you know. That question, I agree with you. And one day... I met I met someone um, giving me another version, which actually was really interesting. Let's take modern jazz. You know, mm-hmm. it, some modern jazz. You when you dance modern jazz, you dance modern jazz on a type of music. Mm. And some people are doing videos of modern jazz on another type of music, but it's still modern jazz. It's still the same basics of modern jazz. It's still the same way to dance modern jazz. If you change the music and you put the modern jazz music, it still fits. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But that was interesting. But between you and me, if you change the music of of uh, an authentic, let's say traditional. I don't like traditional, and I think everyone knows why, because actually uh, Kizomba is not really a tradition, but let's say traditional, because it's the word that everyone uses. If you leave the music of a traditional guy and you put an instrumental or LG or Sami Sam beats, it doesn't really fit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't it, it doesn't really fit. When you do it with uh, modern jazz, you leave the modern jazz music, you put uh, uh, um, a music, I don't know, uh, like Justin Bieber or whatever, mm-hmm. it still fits. You know, it's still like energy, musical, na 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 na. It's still like fit with the emotion of the music but mm-hmm. when when you do it at Kizomba it's not really like if actually my opinion is like if you dance traditional authentic and you go to Sami Sam beat or LG you have to adapt your way to dance yes. definitely you have to adapt and I think it's what Parisian dancer have done that's last four years definitely the, you, the people, I feel like the dancers in Paris are definitely pushing the envelope and kind of setting the the pace for the rest of the world as far as modern, urban, kizomba, because you guys are producing your own tracks. And then you guys have all the good instructors there and then you have the festivals. And so I feel like it's just kind of like this hub for a lot of good music, good instructors and good DJs. You cannot imagine Everything is going on in Paris. It's incredible. A lot of things is happening here. Every DJs are their own music. Uh, they play their own way. They play their own style. Like you have now in Paris, you have one DJ for a style of Kizomba. You know, mm-hmm. you have one DJ traditional authentic. You have one DJ sensual like smoothness. Nah, nah. You have one DJ tarasha. You have one DJ. Uh, Boom, boom, boom. You, you have one DJ per style. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Are you addicted to Neo slash Urban Kizomba? Do you spend most of your free time watching Kizomba videos on YouTube and Facebook? Do you daydream about someday traveling to Europe to dance Kizomba? If you answered yes to any of these questions, get off your butt and head to the second annual Neo Kizomba Festival in Austin, Texas. We are bringing some of the top European instructors and DJs to you here in the U.S., Lawrence and Adeline, Isabel and Felicien, Anna Labone, and DJ Snakes. This is all going down July 8th to the 10th in Austin, Texas. 
Find out more and grab your pass before the next price increase at neokidsfest.com. Again, that's neokidsfest.com. So I really like the talk that we're having. I think it's really we're going over some really good points of the the, the dancing, you know. And I think a good way to, to kind of close the podcast for the last couple of minutes here would be to talk about the responsibility of an instructor teaching one style or the other because there's definitely some people that say if you're an instructor you must teach semba you must teach traditional kizomba before you teach any urban kids dancers and i would love to hear your thoughts on that this is a good way to close it i have done three videos like kizomba doesn't exist is urban kids a new dance and sorry kizomba mm-hmm. and i have got a lot of a lot of comments about yes, this is wrong, this is not, and also yes, this is so good, this is not. Here, the answer of your question will be kind of a global, like general answer of everyone. We are in a world which you cannot control something. You cannot say you are, you will do like this, you will do like this, you will do like this. You cannot be like this with something which actually is worldwide success. Kizomba is going through the world. You cannot stop it. You cannot control every single teacher like you have to dance Kizomba like this or you have to dance Kizomba like this. But what you can do is just to ask. Definitely about communication, like you have to ask in a good way. You cannot say someone, you are shit, you are shit, you are shit. Can you please do this? No, this is not possible. You have to ask, you ask with respect to just be clear with everybody, to just inform people just that. It would be so simple if you, everyone, every Kizomba teacher on this planet, when he gives a Kizomba class, say, I'm gonna give a Kizomba my style. My style is more authentic Kizomba, or my style is more uh, uh, another way to dance Kizomba. My style is more Kizomba kind of central, like this, the student, we say, I have learned the style of, mm-hmm. and not I have learned Kizomba. He will understand it, you know? Some teachers think their style are still Kizomba. Some teachers think their style are Kizomba, but far from the authentic way. Just when you start your class, listen, we're going to go uh, to a Kizomba class, but you have to know that it's uh, a way to dance Kizomba, which is mine. My way to dance Kizomba. If you want to put a name to your way to dance Kizomba, put your name, but just to clear up, I think the most important problem is that when people teach Kizomba, they come and they say, I teach Kizomba. Then when someone goes to to, to another side uh, of the country, he said, I have learned Kizomba, and they have learned actually something more urban kids than Kizomba. Mm-hmm. That is a problem. If you respect the culture, if you respect the roots, when you start your class, you have the responsibility to clear that you are teaching your way to dance, because actually this is what you do. You you are not becoming Kizomba teacher because you went to study how to get to 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 teach Kizomba. You are becoming Kizomba teacher because actually you are a dancer and you share the way you do the way you do personally. So when you teach a Kizomba class, you should say, "I'm I'm just sharing with you, teaching with you the way I do personally." Doesn't mean it's authentic. Doesn't mean it's traditional. And then when someone from Angola teach, he will say, "I will teach you the Kizomba." the way uh, the way is authentically you know like the way it is in authentic way i'm teaching you that that thing like this every single student would say i know what is kizomba authentic i know what is kizomba his way his way his way his way and then there would be no problem because everyone on the dance floor would know what they are doing and they would have the choice uh to to like they will have the possibility to choose. Me, I prefer Kizomba the authentic way. Me, I prefer the Kizomba his way. Me, I prefer the Kizomba his way. No problem, only taste mm-hmm. and no problem. I think uh, the new wave of Kizomba teacher has to respect the Kizomba culture by clearing up everything at the beginning of the class. I'm teaching that Kizomba, okay, let's go. I'm teaching the Kizomba my way, okay, let's go. Just that, this is nothing. And that is respect. But they will never do it. And it's what I was saying in my in my video. They will never do it if 
traditional guy, let's say it like this, a traditional guy come to them and say, what you do is shit, you don't do Kizomba. So actually, misrespect about them and then, and then ask them to put another name, ask them to go out of the world as an Anna. It will not work like this. It will work if you go to someone and you say, then the way you dance is different. Can you just clear it up at the beginning of your class? Point. Mm-hmm. And this is my message about everyone. Every teacher Kizomba, if you teach another way, Kizomba than authentic, precise at the beginning of your class, I'm teaching Kizomba my way. Just that. If you are teaching authentic Kizomba at the beginning of your class, don't say that other way to dance Kizomba is shit. Just say that you are teaching Kizomba authentically. Just that. Respect all together to build another world. And I think a good point that I'd like to add on on top of what you're saying is that everybody is learning from a lot of different teachers. And I don't think one teacher has to learn authentic all the way through all the styles of urban Kizomba and take them because we were talking about this before the podcast. There aren't many instructors that can teach you a very high level of Semba or traditional Kizama and a very high level of urban kids. There aren't a lot of instructors that do that. Typically, instructor is more well-known for either more authentic or more urban, neo, whatever you want to call it. But the students know this for the most part before they come to their class, depending on how long that they've been in the scene. And then they're able to make a choice. It's like, okay, today I want to work on my authentic. So I'm going to le- seek out an authentic instructor. Today, I want to work on my urban, so I'm going to seek out an urban Kizomba instructor. But the instructor doesn't have the an instructor doesn't have to teach every style under that particular dance, you know? And that's the same thing in salsa and in bachata and things like that. You know, you have people that are more traditional and you have people that are more modern. I think people thinking like you have to 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 learn Kizomba authentic before doing anything. Uh, let's say another way. You must t- uh, uh, learn Kizomba Authentic before doing anything else. You must master the Kizomba Authentic before doing it. I think it's not. It's not like they are not honest with themselves. They are not honest with themselves because actually, I my opinion really my opinion is just they just want people dancing like them before dancing in another way. What if I'm a new dancer? Like, I put myself in a new dancer, and I don't feel like dancing authentic kizomba. If I don't feel, some people can, don't, they can, like, I don't feel to dance authentic kizomba. It's possible. Me, I feel like dancing kizomba. I like when to, I like dancing authentic kizomba and samba, but someone can, like, I don't feel that. But I feel completely dance urban kizomba. This is my thing. So what? If I cannot dance urban kizomba, and I have to, I must to, 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 um, to learn authentic kizomba before, if I don't feel to dance authentic kizomba, then I don't dance kizomba. I go to my home and I go to play PlayStation. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. They, I think they are not honest. They cannot say to to someone, "You have to, you have to come to my class or come to the class of someone dancing like me before going to do whatever." No, they have to let people choosing. But one thing that I agree, you should, you should take Kizomba authentic class to learn the true basic before going to another to, to another style or to do him because it will make you stronger in your dance. You will have a strong base. You you will be able to do one and another style. So it's good for you if you do it. But if you don't feel like you can start with your bunkies. Definitely. And you can learn the urban kids and just say, like I said, that strong base goes back into the principles that we talked about. The smooth weight transfer, the fluidity, the balance, your posture, your body movement, and all these things are going to be super important. And leading from the chest is also going to be important because if you skip those and you go to urban kids, then your urban kids is not going to be as good because these are the basics of just dancing and communicating, you know? My opinion is the same than you. My opinion is the same than you. That's why I dance the way I dance. That's why for me, I cannot dance with someone like I need the connection. But there is something happening here in Europe, which is actually uh, something mm-hmm. against that opinion. Some people in Europe, they don't dance with any connection. Like really, they don't dance with any fluidity. They don't dance with any, any like they, mm-hmm. they just lead with their arms, like full time. 
and they call it a style. I don't like that style, but it's my taste. Some people can mm-hmm. like to dance like this. Like some people can be like, no, I don't think that dancing with your connection or your body intention can help me. And actually maybe he's right. Maybe he likes to dance only like this and he's his style, his taste. So actually you're right. I agree. But it will always depend of, because if you think like just you said, actually you have to put some authentic mm-hmm. way to dance in your dance. But maybe someone don't want because they don't like or whatever. They should definitely. But if what if they don't like? What if they don't want? You know, it's always about taste. I love Kizomba Authentic. I love Semba. I love Kizomba Sensual. I love the urban way to dance Kizomba. But something is happening here in Europe which I hate when I see people dancing from far, leading with the arms, when I see people dancing like, like, ka, 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 and that, like their body is breaking. I don't like it, but this is my taste. Someone can love it. I have one of my friends here in my group. She loves when the guy come to her and make her break her body like, ka, 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 ka. She loves it. I don't like Everyone has different tastes. It depends of taste, I think. And you cannot control. You cannot say to someone, "Don't do that." You have, you have to change the, your way to dance. Mm-hmm. You cannot, you cannot control anything. Unfortunately, so actually, you're right. I agree, but I don't think in five years gonna be that matter. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting the way seeing where we're at right now because I feel like we're at like a a new point or like a new urban kids kind of era because urban kids just came out what last year. Or the word urban kids. So like it'll be interesting to see what happens five years from now, you know, and people are are fusing a lot of different things. So then if nobody is a Kizomba God, then how long is it before we say, okay, that doesn't look like Kizomba? It's, it's interesting. And I think we, we, we cannot control. Yeah, we can't control <laughs> it, but it's, it's interesting, you know? Yeah, this is interesting. You know, here, I don't know for you in US, I don't know in Europe, but here in, in my country, in Paris, I feel old. You feel old. Because <laughs> I feel old. I, I promise you, I feel old. When I was going to Kizomba party two or three years ago, the music was oh, so good. It was like, you know, melody. And you had so much. I was like, really enjoying on the dance floor. Today, when I go to a party in Paris, that moment is maybe 20 minutes in the party. All of the minutes, it's all like... Really, like I feel, fifty percent of the of the party is instrumental tarasha mm-hmm. or a strange kizomba remix, you know, which I can la- I can I can enjoy it twenty minutes on the dance floor, no more, you know. 20 minutes and when I go to Kizomba party I really feel sometimes I, last time I went to Kizomba party in Paris I stay I stay like on the side I could not I I didn't want to dance because it was already from one hour I heard Tarasha remix na 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 and nothing like melody you know like what I was what I was really enjoying in Kizomba before mm-hmm. was uh, the feeling that the music like make you feel like really I was Kizomba I, yeah, the sweet Kizomba. I was feeling like, oh, I want to dance. And sometimes some song was like more mad. Ta, 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 ta. And it was good. It was changing through the body. Now when I go to a party, I feel like, you know, before uh, when the remix Kizomba came in the in Kizomba parties, I was hearing some old people of Kizomba from 2010 that this is not Kizomba. This is not uh, the Kizomba that I like. And me, I was enjoying now I feel like me saying this is not the Kizomba that I love and mm-hmm. some peop- some other people are enjoying. So that's why I feel old. I feel like I'm the old guy of Kizomba. And I think because now when I hear some people, like the same people saying two years ago that it wasn't Kizomba, they almost stopped Kizomba. They almost stopped to go to Kizomba party and they went to to only uh, like Kizomba authentic party because there are some Kizomba authentic party in, in, in Paris. And they just go there. And 
me, I feel like in five years, I will say, mm -mm, that is not my type of kizomba. I will make a kizomba party like the, the way I, the way I like uh, two years ago. You mm. know what I mean? I really feel like this. And the same in festival. I was in feeling kizomba festival, mm -hmm. which is the biggest festival in the world, definitely. And, uh, I really loved the party, the kizomba party, but, uh, it was DJ Snakes from Paris and another, and other DJ, DJ Babacar, DJ Paparazzi, all of them. They are really good. But one song came on the, on, on the, on the party and I just leave the dance floor. It was too much for me. It was too, really, really too much for me. I'm not gonna say which DJ put the song. <laughs> What song was but, it? Uh, it was a remix. <sighs> Impossible for me to dance on it. The, the beat was not even the Zook beat. It wasn't even boom, bam, bam, boom. It was like boom, 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 boom. Oh, la, la. It was impossible for me to dance. Really impossible. Like for me, I, I wasn't with the dancer. I was, I, I said, sorry, I'm going to invite you again after, but I cannot dance on it. It's like, it's a mess, like impossible. I went to drink something and I was looking on the dance floor and I saw some people just smiling, you know? Like really just, oh, th this is so, I could not dance. I could not dance. This is, I think I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should, I should consider that I'm old. And how long have you been dancing Kizomba now? Uh, four years. So it's interesting how much change has happened in the Kizomba world in just that short window and what's going to happen in the next four years. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Four years, four years, and kind of all of uh, uh, Kizomba body change. Imagine in 2020. Mm -hmm. It's <sighs> going to be interesting to see where it all ends up. Oh, amazing. All right, Laurent, it was an awesome talk. It was an awesome chat with all the information and the taste and the styles and seeing what was and what is now and what will be in the future of Kizomba. It's going to be interesting, you know, and we still don't even have really clear labels to, to label what we have under the Kizomba world, you know, and we have all these different things in the Kizomba world, but it's still not a clear label. But I just think it, it shows how new Kizomba is and also how fast it's changing, you know, that we don't even come to a consensus where we are able to name things, you know, it, it's it's just interesting. And it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's spreading. It's going to be the world. It's it's in Asia. It's in Canada. It's here in the U.S. It's in Mexico. It's in in South America. But it's going to be interesting how we start to how we start to label the things and how we start to categorize the different styles in Kizomba now. You know. Yeah, I agree. Do you have any last comments for our audience? Uh, if you are still here after that long, I just say thank you to you because it was really a lot, uh, a lot of time to talk. And uh, if you want to follow me, you just have to check out my Facebook, Laurent Yishu, my YouTube channel, Laurent Yishu. I'm preparing a lot, a lot of, of projects like about Show Your Style, which is going to happen in US, in Austin, in Neo Kizomba Festival. Yes. Uh, I'm ambassador of Olympiads of Kizomba, which is a championship uh, happening in Europe in Paris but it's gonna be pretty interesting so if all of you guys want to follow that you just have to to add me on Facebook or to add me on YouTube and you will be you will be you will stay tuned about it and thank you guys and don't forget that dancing is doing on the dance floor don't forget to keep your smile and to share with your partner thank you so much Laura. I'll see you soon in the festival yeah Thank you for checking out the Dance Your Heart on Fire podcast today. Be sure to check out neokizomba.com for links to everything that we chatted about today, as well as some awesome free resources to enhance your Kizomba journey.